1: We help you launch, grow, and maximize.
2: AAPI Heritage Month is all about like celebrating, learning, and supporting our Asian community and culture. And that embodies so many different parts.
0: Can I get it? Oh, yeah. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to the Enterprise Now podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and transform business owners and entrepreneurs into success. That is what we do. We help folks launch, grow, and maximize. First of all, thank you guys so, so, so much. I know you both are very busy. You're entrepreneurs. So you got about a million things to do today, but you carved out some time to talk with us. So thank you so much. So why don't we start with telling folks a little bit about you and your business, Alexa? Hi, my
2: name is Alexa Alfaro. I am the CEO and president of Meat on the Street. We are a Filipino food startup. We have a food truck, a brick and mortar in downtown Milwaukee. We are a catering service. We also do cultural dining experiences like in. Me, myself, as an entrepreneur, I also sit on a couple of committees and boards in the area, one of them being the Asian American Pacific Islander Coalition of Wisconsin. And I also sit on a committee for the National Filipino Young Leaders
0: Program as well. I think you should do a couple more things. <laughs> <laughs> don't
2: even start. Don't even start.
1: <laughs> how, how about you? Well... That's very impressive.
2: My- <laughs> <laughs> Howard is equally talented, if not more, in so many ways.
1: Thank you. My name's Howard Lou. I've been in Milwaukee for 21 years. Came here to visit family and stayed for college, and then further on stayed because Milwaukee's a very special place. I've lived in a lot of places throughout my life, and found Milwaukee really interesting and the people, especially with such passion and dedication to the community and causes. I'm a freelance photographer, professional photographer, artist, and I also do a lot of things. I do graphic design, web design, photography. I try to balance being an entrepreneur that can help to provide services and exchange, pay my bills with those services, as well as creating artwork that really um, sort of fulfills my own desires. I also served on several boards currently at woodland pattern book center in the neighborhood river west where i live and i also have worked with a lot of organizations including walkers point center for the arts for five years as a marketing and communications person and gallery manager so what i really like about milwaukee is so small that you can get to know people and it's such a vivid network of artists, entrepreneurs, leaders in the corporate world. And I think there's a lot of opportunities to collaborate. And it's a really special thing here in Milwaukee, especially as an entrepreneur. That's definitely beneficial. So I'm so glad that this show is about you guys and I don't have to
0: give my little bios. <laughs> Just fantastic. I'm always trying to encourage fellow entrepreneurs because It is a tough, tough job and it is not easy. And so thank you so much for what you guys do for the community because you're community leaders. I don't know if you knew that or not, but people are looking at you guys for inspiration and there's a little boy or girl out there somewhere that sees what you do, Howard, and they're inspired by it, that sees what you do, Alexa, and is inspired by it. So thank you. Thank Thank you. you. So let's talk a little bit about AAPI Heritage Month. At the risk of sounding ignorant, for the listener, what is AAPI Month all about?
1: Well, first of all, I think asking questions is always good. It's courageous. And I appreciate you lending your platform to talk about AAPI Heritage Month. So, AAPI, the acronym stands for Asian American Pacific Islander. And I think some people have also seen API, APA. Asian Pacific Islander, Asian Pacific Americans. And there's also talks about, you know, why, as, why do you include Pacific Islanders in an uh, Asian American umbrella group? I don't have the answer for that, but I think it's just that we sort of share the similar experience and struggles in United States and in the history of the United States and the struggle of being recognized as minority groups that are often overlooked. So AAPI to me is this giant family. And I'm sitting right here with Alexa, who's Filipino. And my own family is from Taiwan and China. And in our community in Milwaukee and Wisconsin, there's people from 34 different ethnicities, different geographies. And we're all from somewhere. And we're all Americans. We're here working hard. And, but we also, this is very important to me. A lot of us have such a privilege of still having a cultural heritage passed on from our family, from our community. And I think especially coming together as an AAPI community, celebrating each other's heritage and culture and amplify it and then inviting other people to come in. So it's not an exclusive membership. It's anybody who will work with a lot of Latinx brothers and sisters out there. And I think that's how we create community.
2: Yeah, I agree 100 percent. I mean, for me, AAPI Heritage Month is all about like celebrating, learning and supporting our Asian community and culture. And that embodies so many different parts. What is an Asian? Like what countries actually make up the AAPI community? I guarantee you it's a lot bigger than you think because I didn't know it until I looked at a map. So it's educational. I mean, you can pull out a map, you can talk about it with your kids In the easiest way to learn a lot of the times is to either watch like cultural films or cultural dances or art pieces or look at art and that can embody so many different aspects of what you choose to do whether it is a podcast a graphic designer that's maybe does stuff about the asian culture there's so many mediums to learn and i think the month is about educating the public on how to utilize those resources like howard said you can ask us questions we're not going to be offended if you ask us questions we want to ask questions too that's a mutual thing. And I think when we approach it from a lens of curiosity, I think that breaks down barriers of like fear or shame or things that like people from really having dialogue, I don't need you to agree with me in order for you to learn something too. Like, I think like we just really need to like let go to allow real conversation to happen. And I think we actually learn how much more similar we all are in that process. Obviously, I can't sit there and say that AAPI Heritage Month isn't about cuisine for me. Obviously, for the business, it's all about culture through cuisine. That's a very palatable way to learn about culture is through eating traditional cuisine, authentic cuisine, cuisine inspired by maybe watching a show about it after. Like I said, there's just so many resources out there. And I think it's really about finding what works for you and then choosing to do what you want with that.
0: I can vouch for that because it was probably was it 3 or 4 years ago my daughter's dance team had a performance and meet on the street was yeah. there as a vendor mm-hmm. and people still talk about <laughs> the food so i can vouch for that being important why is understanding aapi culture important
2: for me personally it's important because when i understand my own culture it makes me curious about other cultures I know for me, like when people choose to learn about Filipino culture, it gives me a sense of like pride and happiness and like mutual respect. Like they see me and they see that it's just like something like that's important. I am also half white. I'm Italian-German. Like let's not forget, like I am a half I know that I'm Filipino-American. There is this other great side that I love too. But a lot of the times people don't even get to have that conversation with me about who my mom is because they see me and it's just like, where are you from, right? It's these kind of microaggression questions. So like we're asking, instead of saying something like that, just be like, hey, what's your ethnicity? When you say that to me, it tells me like you want to learn about my culture and therefore like I want to share it with you, I think is the answer to your question. When I know somebody wants to learn about culture, when someone asks that question, the recipient always wants to share. And then I want to learn about your culture and I want you to share with me. You know what I mean?
1: And shout out to Lux's mom, Deb, which is such a sweet woman and oh, thank you. obviously uh, very supportive and also gives you strength. I really agree with what Lex said about learning about yourself, learning about your own culture, opens up curiosity. Oftentimes we think about this thing that we have, which is the culture, and we hold it so dearly, but especially as Asian Americans growing up. We haven't really seen ourselves on TV and movies and music. We're seeing a lot right now, but Growing up, we always get teased based on whatever roles Asian actors playing out there. And nowadays, there's so many movies that have really strong and humanistic and genuine Asian roles out there. And I'm really hopeful. I am very optimistic that the younger generations growing up, they'll see themselves and feel like they're more accepted. I also think just embracing our own culture also gives us sort of a, not empathy, but sort of opens up our curiosity towards other people's cultures, going back to asking questions and showing up and getting involved. And I think it's a beautiful thing. We're not holding dear to our traditions and cultures because that is ours. It's something that is a part of us, but we would like to share with other people, but also be recognized as normal people that is as relatable or have the same struggles and, and, and same passions as anybody. So I heard a lot of key themes in both
0: of you guys' answer. I heard we want to be seen. I heard we want people to ask questions about our culture and we want to know about their culture. And in my mind, a lot of community is built on that curiosity, is built on me seeing you, you seeing me and us all coming to the table and being okay with being vulnerable and being open and honest with each other. What are some challenges that you guys have faced, both on a personal level and in your businesses?
1: I think really being stereotype, I think that has sort of hurt throughout my life, growing up, going to school and being a professional. I think a big thing about in Asian, the perception or this visual image of Asian American is that we're studious, we're hardworking, and we don't complain. Those are all very good things, but that's everybody, right? I mean, that should be uh, said about everybody. But on the other hand, because of that, people, the stereotype is that, oh, you don't need our help. You don't need help from the government. You don't need help from other communities. The other stereotype is like Asian Americans, you think about like Chinatown or these segregated parts of the neighborhood, they tend to themselves. They take care of their own and they don't help out other communities. So going back to just being seen as a person, but also a part of a community that is watching and listening and want to show up for others regarding a race. I mean, I'm bad at math. <laughs> <laughs> so those little stereotypes and the microaggressions like Alexa mentioned does hurt us in seeing like who we really are as people.
2: Definitely for me, I'll agree. So Personally, I fit a lot of the Asian stereotypes, so they didn't bother me. Like, I was super good at math. I was in advanced math since third grade. I did taekwondo. (laughs) I was a bad driver when I was a child. Like, I fit (laughs) a lot of the boxes. Like, like, wait a minute. If the stereotype is true, is it still? That's why I'm like, I don't get it. But, like, I will say being an Asian female, that hindered me a lot. Or it put me in situations that, like, I should have never been put in because of, like, hypersexualization was huge in so many mediums if you look at old school films, what roles do Asian females play? That sucked. And I didn't know what that was about until I became an adult, right? When you're a kid, when you're 16. And like, it makes for an odd situation when it's stuff like I've had to process through for myself and I have, but that's definitely personally where it hit hardest home for me. And what I will say to that is like, we just need to have better environments and resources and conversations with our young females. Like we employ so many of these millennial or Gen Z females. And I hear of the same thing where they've had these horrible first-time work job experiences. And I like cringe. I'm like, okay, so you have rights as an employee. I shouldn't be the first person telling you this, right? So I wish that we just were better at educating our young females into like what they can and can't say and what their voice is and isn't about and what things they can voice their opinion about. It's inappropriate if a teacher hits on you, right? That's like a no. And we need to tell them that. So that's one thing I would say. And then business-wise, where it hinders us, I mean, it is what it is. We knew it would happen. But like, because we were Filipino food, because we were so ethnic at the time in 2014, because we were so culturally different, it was a huge educational process. No, our food is not spicy. Like, I think you'll like it. It's like, if you like pork and rice, like steak and potatoes, it's like something very similar, like the same concept, right? It was this huge, like, breaking down all these, oh, well, oh, you're Asian, you're Chinese, right? It's all breaking down, well, what are you? Are you Hispanic or Asian food? It was breaking down all these different barriers and then educating ourselves in the process too because like I educated our stuff wrong in the beginning where I'm like, oh, that was horrible. That was so stupid. I was making these changes and also like me educating myself, me educating with my staff, my staff educating me, customers educating me, it was just like a process, and then we built on it, and that part I'm happy about. But in the beginning, it was very, very strenuous. Matt and I are not married; we are siblings. I don't know how many times we have to say this. <laughs> Jesus, two Asians together did not mean a marriage. Like, please, can we stop? Like, so we're working on it; it's getting better. But I'm glad to have watched the changes that have happened over the way, too.
0: And I'm excited to hear and see more and more conversations taking place and people talking about it more, because I believe that it's through those conversations and through that dialogue that change happens. So I'm happy to see that's happening. Naturally, there's a long way to go. Of course. But it's great to see progress being made. So what are some funny things about the culture that people wouldn't know?
2: Oh, we have so many of them Mm -hmm. within our
0: own cultures.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think, especially like Filipino, like we correct Filipino jokes all the time in my house. Like we are Filipino, right? And we fit a lot of these norms the fact that, like, my dad will be like, over there, over there. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like, if you've ever watched a koi mm-hmm. series and he talks about Filipinos, like, yo, all of that is so true. We die laughing, right? Because it's, like, all so real. You want to come to our, like, family reunion this year? You'll see it all go down. I mean, there's <laughs> 80 of them coming, okay? Like, it's real. It's fun. But, and it's funny. And I think it's important, yeah, to laugh at the stuff that is, like, a part of your culture. We definitely do. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I think it's important, though, to have that relationship. Mm-hmm. Because when I know that you are genuinely interested in me and my culture, it comes across differently than if you're just some random person that's poking fun at me. So I think, again, going back to community, Mm -hmm. curiosity, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. being seen and being curious and being a community, it all ties together. So with that, what are some ways that the community can support you guys?
2: Support, I will say you can follow two of our social media pages, the AAPI Coalition, WI, so the Asian American Pacific Islander Coalition of Wisconsin, as well as Elevation, E-L-E-V-A-S-I-A-N. And both of those are different initiatives in the Milwaukee area and statewide, the coalition is. But they have a bunch of events going on, especially this month for AAPI Heritage Month. There's Milwaukee Film that's doing a bunch of different AAPI films, as well as PBS. I think Netflix also threw up a category for it too, I saw, which is awesome. At least scroll through the list one time because you'll be like, wow, there's lots of different Asian movies. They're not all like Kung Fu, right? (laughs) There's so many different types. You can also do the Asian Restaurant Week, which is going to be the third week of May. There's a list already on our website. So if you want to start supporting early, go ahead. But during that week, we'll do like fun like social media bingo cards and stuff like that. But definitely like support your Asian-owned businesses. That's all on our resource page. There's also a Brewer's Game if you want to buy your own tickets and come for the specific Brewer's Game. We're encouraging our community to So different things will still be happening in person and virtual.
1: Mm-hmm. So throughout this month of AAPI Heritage Month, these programs are for us to get together and celebrate the diversity as well as our shared experiences and family. But it's also about bringing people in, educating and talking about issues that are important to us, but also celebrating Things that, that make us who we are, but also things that we love about us, like you no know, food. I think food is a huge <laughs> thing. So Elevation has on their website a list of Asian restaurants in the area, and it's a spectacular list. We've also talked about wanting to do like a Asian restaurant week, similar to Black Restaurant Week or Downtown Restaurant Week just to get people out there. And I think just to drum up some business for folks. Also, I think people like being prompts to go do something. So those things, we're out there celebrating three Asian players on the brewers right now, which is fantastic. But we're also out there supporting our home team, the brewers, and going out there tailgating and, and just enjoying bringing out our community into the greater community of Milwaukee and being amongst the people.
0: Awesome. So shoot you guys this contact information out there one more time. If people want to get in touch and say hi.
1: Yep. I have a website, howardleu.com. H-O-W-A-R-D-L-E-U.com. You'll find my photography work as well, my design and other stuff. You can also follow me on Twitter, Howard and Instagram.
2: For me, for the business, Meet on the Street, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, where MeetStreet underscore MKE. There's a TikTok out there that they started, Mott's MKE. Our website is M O T S Catering, C A T E R I N G dot com. That's where our menu is. For myself personally, you can follow me on Instagram, Alexa F Alfaro, A L E X A, F as in Frank, A L, F as in Frank, A R O. You can phone request me on facebook if you ever have questions about business i'm always here to help and be a resource
0: awesome thank you guys so much for your time enterprisers if you got value from that awesome conversation let the world know by subscribing to the email list and leaving a review on your favorite podcast app that helps us know that we're bringing you golden nugget field conversations with the most inspirational business owners Reach out at podcast at enterprisenow.net with any feedback or questions for me or any of my guests. Thanks again, folks, and we'll talk with you guys next time. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email.